Welcome to Dollars and Cents. Our podcast is designed to provide listeners with financial advice in a language you can understand. Created and hosted by Mark Friedman, President and CEO at Friedman Financial, he discusses timely topics that help individuals and families make smart financial decisions. Count on lots of energy, candid discussion, and a few laughs. And now, here's your host of Dollars and Cents, Mark Friedman of Friedman Financial. Welcome back to another edition of Dollars and Cents with Friedman Financial. We are heading towards the end of December. Christmas is just around the corner. My name is Mark Friedman, and I'm joined by my co-host, Marion Gilman. How are you today, Marion? I'm great. How are you, Mark? Got your Christmas shopping done? Well, yes, I sort of. I, You're you good know about what? that. There are always little end-of-the-year stuff that I, or I should say, last-minute things that I'll probably go pick up. Candy for the family. They all love chocolates. So. Sure, and you want the, that to be fresh. Of course, yeah. Not, no, I just haven't gotten to the store yet. <laughs> so you, you know what's really interesting is, you know, you end up getting all this candy for Christmas yep. or for Halloween or wherever it is. How long do you think that chocolate candy stuff can sit around? Oh, it can sit around for quite a while. It, dep- it depends. Now, we have a local shop here called Harbor Sweets right. that my family tends to love. Um, and those are usually f- good for about three or four months usually. Oh, so years isn't yes is probably not oh. no i'm thinking three of them those were freshly made so <laughs> they do have good ingredients so no we don't oh, we don't keep them for years how about you because it's, well, it's really interesting that's right i argue with laura about this i mean i go through some of these you know we all have our junk drawers or our snack drawers and you look further and further and further into those drawers and you ask yourself geez i wonder how long this chocolate has been here? Well, you know what? Some of the candy bars, though, can stay a lot longer than that because they have they have some type of preservative in them, or they might have more sugar, or they're probably not made. Um, a lot of the Harbor Sweets are made with cream or sure. milk in them. So. so one of the things that Laura and I tend to do when we travel is we end up buying a lot of chocolate and things like that, you know, whether you're in Europe, all the good stuff, right? Whether you're in Belgium or in Switzerland or wherever else it might be, you know, they're great chocolates, great things. I do know And so we end up buying all this stuff and then we bring it home with the intentions of eating it. And And it finds finds its way to the back of the drawers. And I don't, and and I pull these things out and I go, wow, this is from our trip back in 2015. (laughs) (laughs) That might not taste as good So, (laughs) uh, you know, I just wonder what you do. But anyways, you know. Wait a minute, you have five kids. They don't eat the chocolate? You know what? They do eat some of the chocolate and they eat a lot of the the candy and stuff. But when it's been opened and you like, you've had a piece from it or something and then you stick the rest of it back in the drawer, man, that could be sitting there a long time. Long, (laughs) long time. It does. Nevertheless, I mean, we are talking about candy and candy always makes us a little happy and puts smiles on our face. And with the uh, 2023 coming to year, we've certainly coming to an end of a year. We've certainly had um, a year full of ups and downs, but ending on a very positive note, right, Marion? Absolutely. We have smiles on our face, and I think a lot of our clients do as well. Yeah, the last, I think, seven weeks or so, we've seen positive performance. Spectacular. And um, who, who would have thought that the NASDAQ would end up, uh, well, we still have a week or so to go, up almost 40%. So it, in, in reality, I just heard on the news driving in today that since the end of October, the S&P 500 is up something like 16%. It's crazy. Since the end of October. Yeah. That's a month and, right. you, well, uh, what, 50 days. But do, do you remember 
as we were heading into as we were in October and people were getting their statements in November, people were saying, oh, oh my God, look how much money I've lost. Maybe we need to be doing something different. Maybe I need to start looking at those 5% CDs. Worst time ever to buy 5% CDs. Now, granted, right you would now. get 5%. I, I, you know I, what, I understand and, that. And honestly, if there are some instances that it's a great deal. For instance, if you are going to need the money in a year or two, that is a great place to get 5% guaranteed on your money. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but if it's a long-term investment, if it's money you're going to need far in the future, you really don't want to keep a lot of money anymore in 5% CDs. No. I mean, and it's, you want to be sure that the money that you have for an emergency fund, money you need in a short period of time. Correct. But this is a great lesson for folks, and we've been saying this right along, but when markets perform poorly, they generally respond positively very quickly. You just don't know when it's going to happen. That's right. So who would have thought at the end of October, nobody wanted to buy Everybody's bonds accounts were negative S&P for the year for the most part. Absolutely. Nobody wanted to buy the S&P 500 then. They, you know, they were wanted out of the market forever because they were never going to recover in their lifetime. Right. But now everybody is back to talking about investing. Oh my gosh, the NASDAQ mark is up almost 40% now for the year. I know. And you know, what about, and the Dow and the S&P have done quite well as well. Well, and that's because of the seven tech stocks, right? Right. And so here's an interesting statistic that came to me from MFS, uh, Mass Financial Services in Boston. So there are seven tech stocks. You're going to hear this term about the magnificent seven. And off the top of my head, I... I'm going to screw it up, but I think it's Amazon, Facebook, Microsoft, um, Google. Google, Tesla, NVIDIA, and I'm missing one more, I think. There's one more Did that's in there. Did you say Amazon? I think I said yeah. Amazon. Yeah. I, whatever. So you get it. It was these big tech Apple. companies. Oh, Apple. Right. Apple. There's the How seven. could we forget Apple? So here's what's really interesting. For 2003, those stocks are on average, those seven stocks on average are up. 105% as of the 18th of December of 2023. What happened in 2022? Oh, oh, good question, Marion. On average, those stocks in 2022 were down on average 46%. So they sort of recovered their losses. That's right. right. So think about this. <laughs> if you lose, call 46%, 50%. Right. If you had $100 and you lost 50%, you're now down to $50. Correct. And if you need to make 100% on your money. You just made it. You just made it back. To get back to, to the To where you were a yep. year and a half ago. So, That's right. So this is why we don't chase the wild volatility. Right. But we think it's important to have stocks that fit in a modeled portfolio appropriately, but within a mutual fund, within an index, as part of an asset allocation strategy. Right. Because those people who owned um, just tech stocks in 2022 were very unhappy. And, and that's, that's tough to stomach. If your accounts are down 46% for a year, you now lost essentially half your money. Right. That is a big number. And a lot of people at that point can't tolerate it anymore. And then when you say you're down 46%, people say, well, that means I got to get 100% to make my right. money back. And they go, oh, I don't know if that'll happen in my lifetime. And boom, right. it happens one year. One year. Yeah. These things can happen, but that's not the game we play here at Friedman Financial. Ever. That's right, ever. We're not looking for this wild volatility. We're going to build a strategy that has both growth and value investments. 
mutual funds, exchange-traded funds that have growth in value. So it, yes, you'll have exposure to those stocks, but not enough such that it's going to wipe out your assets in one year. Right. If someone said to me, Mark, is it possible for me to lose all of my money in I a, love any that given year? Question. People ask us that all the time. Well, what if I lost everything? Marion, how is it possible to lose everything? So if to lose all of your money in, in a diversified portfolio like we set up here, not only would every single company in the U.S., all of the largest companies, have to go bankrupt and out of business, essentially, because the stocks would all have to go to zero, every large company in the U.S. and most of the small companies in the U.S. But the federal government would also have to default on their debt because we have government bonds and portfolios right. as well, along with corporate bonds. So every so I, I usually tell people, at that point, you're not going to be worried about your money. You will be worried about your life. Well, yeah, but but Marion, just imagine what would happen <laughs> if all of a sudden you couldn't go to work. Every business around you seemed to be closed. Mm -hmm. um, you had to stay in your house. You couldn't even interact with people. Um, and when you went to the grocery store, you couldn't find toilet paper. You couldn't find paper towels. You had to survive on canned goods. You know, you couldn't see your mother or your grandmother. You didn't know when you'd be able to go back to work. So four years ago, yeah. we would have said, that is never going to happen in my lifetime. That would just be horrifying. We couldn't live through it. And we all lived through it. We all it, did it. Did, yeah, if you're we listening did. today, you lived through and it. And how many of those companies at the end of the day went out of business? Um, I, you know, I don't think any of them. Well, well there, there, there were some, some that, small restaurants. But think about all the businesses that started because of that. And all of the businesses that thrived. I mean, think of Amazon. Think of all the companies that went online that just did a booming business. Four years ago, who knew what a QR code was? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Probably no one. Right. Well, we did because we had a client whose husband worked Worked in that. that, right. Yeah. But, you know, who knew what, a, you know, QR codes, takeout, DoorDash, all of these crazy things. Have you noticed when you go into Dunkin' Donuts, sometimes you walk up to Dunkin' Donuts and the door's locked? Yeah. The only way to get Dunkin' Donuts is to go through the drive-thru? That, that's happened many times yeah. in Middleton. Yeah. They, they don't want you coming into the right. store anymore. We only have enough employees to start and the drive-thru. And they would far prefer you to... To, um, to order online Much easier. and pick it up that way. Exactly. But, Much easier. But they do want you to tip, though, don't they? They do. <laughs> <laughs> so so we are a little giddy. It's the end of the year. You know, we're um, getting prepared for the holiday season and all of that kind of stuff. But we are also... You, are you ready for the new year, Mark? I, I am ready for the new year. I'm actually going to Disneyland um, in the new year. So I'm very excited go. about that. One of your favorite it, places, it right? Is, it is one of the family's favorite places for us to go to. But, you know, as we look to the new year... There's a lot of stuff. Um, there's uncertainty in the world. Of course, um, always. Look, we have two wars that are going on right now. One that's in Gaza with Israel, one that's in Ukraine. We've got, you know, presidents and past presidents and future candidates for president all trying to battle along with each other, along with a, um, a group of Congress people that don't know, that can't seem to give us any clarity or make any sense. Nope. The, the world seems uncertain, yet... Marion, how are you feeling about next year? You know, I feel very positive about next Me too. year. How about you, Mark? <laughs> I absolutely do. Right. And regardless, and I'll tell you, I'm feeling positive about this economy, despite who wins in November. I am as well, because you know what? 
you, you really can't base anything in the economy on who wins no. the election. And in reality, I know when the economy is good, the president takes credit for it. And when the economy is bad, I know the president gets the blame, but that is not the right place to put either the credit or the blame. The ple- president has very little influence on so, that. So why are you so optimistic, Mary? I'm very optimistic because um, one of the uh, prime concerns over the past couple of years has been inflation and the Federal Reserve's um, response to trying to get inflation in check. Nobody thought that they could possibly do this without creating a severe recession. So far, what has happened is that inflation has declined precipitously this year. Um, It is now at about 3.2%. The high was 9% about a year and a half ago. So the, the, the Fed, along with a variety of other factors, I don't think the Federal Reserve is primarily responsible for getting inflation in check. We had a lot of problems last year with the supply chain. Right. And you know people wanted goods, couldn't get goods. So um, prices just inflated. So all of that has gotten back into check. I think the Federal Reserve is done raising interest rates, which is very positive for bonds and stocks. So I think next year could be a good year in the markets. Both for stocks Both. and bonds, right? Stocks and bonds. Yeah, yeah, so I mean, people for a while had worried, you know, well, the bonds have not, haven't done well, and they did terribly in 2022. Horrible, yeah. In fact, it was the worst year in the bond market, in the history of the bond market. Correct, and it has recovered, well, it's recovered significantly over the past couple months, number one. But also, over the course of this year, it has, it has leveled out and fluctuated somewhat, but primarily in the downward direction. And now people are going to find themselves in six or eight months from now with their CDs coming due because, man, we've sold so many CDs and money market funds over the past couple of years, something we hadn't done in years, but we were able to offer very competitive rates. But I think six to eight months from now and beyond that, when those CDs come up for renewal, you're not going to see the rates that you were once getting. No, you're already seeing that if you look at CD rates now. And one-year rates are still good, but you try to go out two or three years, forget, forget it. it. Yeah. Not and, as nearly as And good. so all of a sudden you say to yourself, well, maybe the bonds, maybe it makes sense to be back in bonds because maybe bonds are back. Right. So not only are the bonds paying higher interest rates because they have to keep up with um, what the market rates are, but there's also a potential for the Fed to start lowering interest rates which are great for bond prices. Bond prices go up in that circumstance. And, and here's another perspective about stock prices. And, and I think stocks have still a lot of runway in, in a lot of sectors. Maybe not the tech sector. The tech sector has probably overdone itself for a little while, but there's a lot of other sectors that still have a lot of runway to go. Do, would you agree? Absolutely, particularly um, dividend-paying stocks, because dividend-paying stocks, the dividends also go up when you have higher inflation, higher interest rates. Well, think about this, with all the bombing that um, that Israel has done in Gaza. Military companies are doing great. And and who do you think is gonna build all of that back? Yeah. That's... Who, what companies are gonna to come to start rebuilding what Gaza will ultimately end up looking like? Yeah, the Same thing in Ukraine too. Yeah. I mean, the money's gotta come from someone. It just doesn't come from the government writing checks. It's from people actually buying products, steel, um, tractors, 
the, the, the basic materials that you need to build infrastructure, roads, bridges, tunnels, um, cellular towers, whatever it might be. And goods are hard to get in all over Israel right now, I believe. Right. So they are manufacturing like crazy, but they also are going to have to restock the shelves once, you know, the war and, ends. And, 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 and on a positive note, many of these major companies, stock companies, have more money in cash now than ever before, don't they? They certainly do. So they are ready to, you, they can invest. Um, they and, can. because that's a great thing. Because why would they pay for, you know, for the past couple of years, why would you buy more hard goods, um, file cabinets and computers and buildings when you can get 5% on your cash and everybody, no one wants to be in a building anyways. Everyone seemed to wanted to work from home anyways, right? Right. right. Um, they've saved all this money on travel expenses and all that. They have so much cash ready to deploy. And when that starts to get out there, it's going to do very well. Now, here's another somewhat perspective that I have that's somewhat politically biased. But think about this. Generally, if it appears that the Republicans are going to take control of the White House and Washington, the stock market generally does well. I think that we've seen that. Would you, would you agree? That is true. Now, the Democrats, though, right now, if you were to ask, you know, most people, the, the conversation is, is that Joe Biden isn't looking very good in the polls, but that's today and you can't count polls today. It's right. what happens in November. But the economy, though, I might feel that the economy is doing pretty well, and I think you feel the economy is doing pretty well. I do. But the headline news right now is the economy is still doing poorly. Well, there's a huge disconnect there, I think. There, there, there is, and it's the middle of the country and other parts, right. but but no president wants to be running for office when the general perception of America is that the economy is not doing well. So if I'm Joe Biden and I'm his advisors, I'm doing everything that I can to try to stimulate this economy because as I'm approaching election month, I need at least the public to feel good about the economy. Right. You got to change that message. So either party, doesn't matter who wins, it sets us up for a really great year for 2024. Yeah. And election years are usually very good years in the market, I think. So we'll see. So we'll see. You never know. Anything can happen. That's right. All the stuff that we weren't expecting to happen, you know, could happen. You just never know. All we can do is count on ups and downs. But the thing that you can do is you can start to try to get your financial house in order. If now is the time for you to get serious about your financial planning, sit down with Marion, myself, with our office here to really understand the big picture. It's not about picking the right investments. It's about developing the right strategy that helps you achieve your goals, how you want to spend your money, how you might want to support your lifestyle, your kids, your parents, generations to come, charities, living in your house, moving to another house, whatever it might be. That's what a certified financial planner does. That's what we do at Friedman Financial. So like I said, if now is the time for you to get serious about your financial planning, give us a call. 978-531-8108. That's 978-531-8108. You can schedule a free initial consultation, get yourself all set up for the first of the year, fulfill that New Year's resolution. And in, in the meantime, if you want to learn a little bit more, visit our website. Lots of people do. Our website is FriedmanFinancial.com. That's Friedman. Two E's and a D. Financial.com. Go to the bottom of any page if you want and sign up for our newsletter as well. That's going to do it for us. Here's wishing you a very Merry Christmas this weekend, and we look forward to seeing you again 
next year. Next, no, ne no, no, next year we'll we we'll, have we have one more one between. more before New Year's Eve, and that's we will right. have our, our New Year's Eve. I don't know if you know what we'll talk about on New Year's Eve for that, that edition. That's a whole week away. I know. We won't worry about that. Have a great day, everybody. <laughs> we'll see you later. Bye bye. During today's Dollars and Cents episode with Freeman Financial, your hosts may have discussed specific financial planning and investment ideas that are for general information only and not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations. Please remember that investing involves risk and may include loss of principal. Always consult a certified financial planner professional, qualified attorney, or tax advisor prior to investing to determine what is appropriate for you. Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA SIPC.